0: TheYeshiva.net uh, So today is uh, Friday, of course, out of Shabbos, Parshas Kairach. So we're going to learn something on Parshas Kairach. We finished the Maimer and look at the Torah of Avod HaLevihu in the previous days, uh, Monday and Tuesday. Now this Shabbos is the yard site of the Labavitcher Rebbe, Gimel Tammuz. So I chose a sicha. A she'er that the Rebbe presented once Shabbos Kairach, of a Shabbos Parshas Kirech Gimel Tamos, also Gimel Tamos Tovshin Lamed Aleph. That's 1971, 51 years ago, a year before I was born, <laughs> and it's published in Lakutei Siches, volume 13, Parshas Kirech. So in honor of the of the Shabbos and Parshas Kirech, and out of Shabbos Parshas Kirech, the Rebbe's Yartzet will learn this. Uh, the Sikh and First of all, it teaches you how to learn and how to learn a Rashi, how to dissect a Rashi, how to analyze a Rashi, how to understand a Rashi. And second, as we'll see as we get to the end of it, it teaches us about uh, what love is and what connection is and how to deal with difficult people in our lives, and how Moshe dealt with a spe- specific, very challenging situation that was brought to his feet. Now, in order to appreciate it, I just want you to really get the picture. So I want to learn with you the Pasek inside, because <coughs> very often you start learning the Rashi's, the Pesukim. People don't know the Pesukim from inside, so it's, uh, they don't really get it. So if you can open up a chumash, this blue chumashem, where you can get a chumash from the back. If you open up a chumash, to Parshas is kairach. Kairach peidik pasuk chaf. The beginning of shlishi. The beginning of shlishi. Again, in the blue chumashem that we have here in Shul, it's 429. Let's remember the story. What's the story? story of Parshas is kairach. It's a peculiar story. Kairach and... Um, Dosson and Aviram and Oyn ben Peles, four people. Karech, of course, is a first cousin of Moshe Rabbeinu. Their fathers are brothers and a first cousin of Aaron. Dosson and Aviram and Oyn ben Peles come from Reuven, Shevet Reuven. Four people create a revolution, a mutiny, a mapecha against Moshe and Aaron. They gather 250 leaders, not just 250 uh, Lady Gayas, 250 leaders, And they complain, and they say this whole structure is completely flawed, it's rotten. Everybody is holy, why are you, why do you think you're better, why are you exalted? Moshe Rabbeinu speaks to Kairach, he speaks to the people, and what does he say? He says, this is not nepotism, (laughs) I didn't choose to be... The leader of the Jewish people, Aaron, didn't choose the Kayen Gadol; Hashem chose it. I didn't try to make my brother and give him a powerful position so that our family controls you. This is what Moshe is explaining. And he does the famous test with the Khtiris, with the incense. He says, Adarabba, the Khtiris is one of the avoidas that only the Kayanim can do, burning the incense. They did it every morning and every afternoon. If you believe that all of you are Kayanim, you can do it. But remember, Hashem is going to choose the one that he he appointed. Moshe reaches out to Dustin and Aviram, he wants to speak to them also, they don't want to go. They say everything is fake, you said you're going to take us into a beautiful country, you took us out from Egypt to kill us in the desert, now you want to become the ruler over us. What happens next? The 250 people, the leaders take the Kitaris, they burn the incense, and they all come to the Mishkan, and Kairach now gathers the whole Eidah, the whole Klal Yisrael, the whole, I mean, he gathers a lot of people besides all to the door of the oil Mayad. Rashi says, why did he gather everybody? Throughout the night, this happened in the evening. The revolution happened in the evening. He enticed everybody. He said, I'm trying to protect you. These two people want to take over, Moshe and Aaron. They're control freaks. They just want to take over. He takes for himself the Malchus. He's the king and his brother is the kind god. It's a great... It's a great uh, combination. It's a great Shidduch. I'm protecting you. I'm here for all of you. It's not about me. So the whole Ada is there. The whole community is now there. So f- from a f- 250 people and Kairach and another three people, it turned into a, a a massive situation. So what happens next? So take a look at the beginning of Shlishi. Hashem speaks to Moshe and he And he says, Go away. Separate yourself from this Ada. Ada from this community. Which Ada? The whole Eide that that... Karech gathered, it says in Pesach, it says, aleim, is it wasn't just 250 people. 250 people came with the fire, with the incense. They came to burn the k'ta'edas. But Karech means all the people, all the people. It doesn't say how many, but a lot of Jews there. I mean, there were millions of Jews. Whoever came, came, but he gathered the whole Eidus. So Hashem says, separate yourself. And I will just eliminate them in a moment. That's what he says, go. Moshe and Aaron, go away, go away. These are all the people, all the Litzanem, who are mocking and screaming that Moshe Rabbeinu is trying to uh, trying to control them. What happens next? Moshe and Aaron on their faces. And they respond to and they say, haruchos basa. Kail alakei haruches Hashem, who's alakei haruches, literally the gods of the spirits, of the neshamas, for every person. Ha'ish echad Yechtov of alkalay, the One man sins, and you get upset at everybody. They're all here, but one man sins. Why are you getting upset at everybody? This is their response. Shem said, Go away, vachalay, some karagas. What's the next? What happens? Pasachav Gimel. <laughs> HaShem now responds. Basically, you're right. Speak to everybody and tell them, Hey, You all get away. First HaShem told Moshe Anan and you get away. Moshe says, you're getting angry at everybody. So he says, yeah, tell everybody to go away. Let everybody go away from Kairach, from the Mishkan, from the dwelling of Kairach and Dosan and Avira, which was close to the Mishkan. Vayokom Moshe, Moshe stands up, Vayelich al-Dosan v'Aviram, he went to Dosan i Hashem never told him to do this, by the way. <laughs> told him to tell everybody to go away from and Aviram. <laughs> Look what he did, he went himself. Rashi says he still tried to help them. Vayelich al Zikne Yisrael. the elders went, and he speaks to everybody, and he says, go away. Go away from Kairach, go away from and Aviram. And this is his last attempt, and they all go away. And then there's the famous story of the earth swallowing up Kairach and Dasan and Avira. That's basically the story here. Now, take a look at Rashi. Chav Beis, kale Alekei Haruchas. You see, kale Alekei Haruchas. Let's learn the Rashi. Zok Rashi. What's Alekei Haruchas? Hashem is mentioned a lot in Chumash. It's his book. But alekei haruches is a very unique expression. It doesn't say anywhere else in Chumash. Alekei haruches, the God of the ruches, of the winds, of the spirits, of the souls. What does it mean? Ale- Why does he call him alekei haruches? So Krashi yoydei machshavas. Alekei haruches means the God who knows people's insides. The God of machshavas. The God of ruchnius. The one who knows what's happening inside you. Yoydei machshavas. Ein midascha kemitzbas Basavadam. You're not like a regular person. Me mixes medina any day A regular human being of flesh and blood, if part of the country. Sarcholov. Sarcholov means uh, I don't know how they translate it, but um Huh? Uh? No, no. Sarch means smells. Uh, uh, if part of the medina becomes verschunken. Meaning, part of the country becomes decomposed, becomes disloyal to him. Let's put it that way. He doesn't know who's the sinner. When he's upset, he exacts payments from everybody. You know everybody's thoughts. You know who's the sinner. That's why Moshe used the words, You wouldn't know people's thoughts. You don't know who's the one who sinned and who not, so you punish everybody. But you know, that's why he says You're a day of machshavis. You're not like a Malach Basov and therefore Ish Khaita. One person is the sinner of Atal Kalei the and you get angry at everybody. Amrakadosh Baruchus Hashem answers. Rashi says Yafa Martam, You're speaking well. You're speaking beautifully. Do that's good, as you would say. I will, I know and I will notify who sinned and who didn't sin. And that's when he tells them, go to the dwelling place, go to the community and tell them to go away from the dwelling place of Kairach, dasan, and Anavir. You read it, people read these as and Rashi, you know, it seems pretty straightforward and simple what Rashi says. But let's take a look how to learn this Rashi. So take a look now inside the Sicha, Aleph. על הקוסווה ייפלו על פניהם, וגוי מרמטיק ראשי, כאלה לכי הרוחס, ומפרש, תזמור כפי זה, ומפרש, ידע המחשבס. אין מידוסך, כמידס בוסו אדם. מלך בוסו אדם, שסורך עליו מקצס מדינה. אינו ידע מי החויתה. לפיכך כשהוא קויס, נפרו מכולם, אבל אתה לפניך גלוי את כל המחשבס. אתה Look, like we just learned. Rashi explains what alei aruches means. You know everybody's thoughts, so you know who did what. V'hinei bepashtos. Literally, when you read this, Rashi kavanasr shal Rashi he ladayik sheein lefarish alei aruches bemuvan shal neshamus ale bemuvan shal machshavus. O piter shal alei aruches alekim machshavus. Rashi is saying, don't think alei aruches means the God of the souls of the spirit. and you know, other, he's the one who creates souls because that's. That's not what Rashi is saying. That's not what it means. It means ruach as thoughts. It says my servant Kalev had a different ruach in him. What's probably had a different ruach in him. He had a different soul. Rashi over there also explains he had a different thought process. He thought differently than the spies. Here too, ruach means thoughts. The God of thoughts. What's Rashi's proof? Why don't you say Ruach means spirit? Ruach means spirit like it means in other places. Ruach is the spirit. Sometimes we call Ruach the wind, Ruach ear, Ruach ruchnius, and Ruach the spirit, like Ruach ha'adam, etc. What's the proof? What's the proof? Rashi's proof is very simple. Why suddenly did Moshe decide to call Hashem alake haruchas? Right here, in this context. If you say alake Ruchis means the God of souls... Why is that relevant here? It's true he's the God of Souls, but Moshe is trying to make a point. One man sinned, and you're upset at everybody. So Rashi says the means something else here. It means the God of Thoughts, the God of Thoughts. You know everybody's thought. So now, why, if one man sinned, are you getting upset at everybody when you know who is the one who really sinned? Because you know what's happening inside people. That's what Ashley says. Since you're Yedea you know who sinned. So now we understand the continuation of what Moshe is saying. Because it's an introduction. He wants to say, how could you get upset at everybody when one man is the sinner? So the introduction is, one man is a sinner, but how am I supposed to know? So he says, is you know, Miachet, Hakrich And that's what compelled Rashi to explain this way. This seems to be the straightforward way of learning Rashi. But according to this, there's a few big questions. Aleph. Again, this is based on the fact that Rashi, every word by Rashi was chosen, every idea that Rashi brings is thought out and it's meticulous and it's precise. Aleph. <laughs> Rashi brings this whole metaphor that a human king is different. Why does he? When you bring a metaphor, it's because something is not understood. So therefore, you need to bring like a marshal to bring it down to people. What's not understood here? Moshe is telling Hashem, you know people's thoughts, so you know who sinned and you know who didn't sin. What do you gain, let me tell you enough, if you are a person, like he said, tell- if you are a person who doesn't know people's thoughts, and half the country rebels against him, he doesn't know who's really sinning and who's not really sinning, who's, uh, I guess, a noch leper, and who's the real sinner, fine. But if what? If you're a day of you know, it's a very clear message, you know the thoughts of melee, you know what's happening, you know who sinned, you know who didn't sin. What, what do we gain? What what beer do we gain by the contrast with the Malach Obviously, if you don't know the thoughts, you don't know the thoughts. Base. If this mushal is a something something that gives us some enlightenment, some explanation, some perspective, and you do need to have it. Without it, you can't understand the message. Okay. Lichhaira, second side, had doim alchaida, Latinus Myshe being Yanenu, but may the Gamsham Masim Lahavi Marshal's ab and a Gaelas Doim Haaf in Russia. We have almost identical story in the in the beginning of Bash's Vaya. Hashem tells Avram Avinu, Hamakasa nime Avram. Basically, I have seen what happened in his and I'm gonna destroy his and and what does Avram tell Hashem? Russia. You're going to destroy a tzaddik together with a Russia. That's not fair. Collective punishment. Collective punishment. You're going to destroy everybody. So Hashem says, show me the tzaddikim. No, That would be a perfect place. Exactly what exactly what Moshe said. <laughs> exactly what Marcia said. One man sinned. You have a kodach here. Everybody is going to get destroyed. Doesn't make sense. Tzaddikim rasha. Mamish, almost like a... Almost the same words like Avram, the same concept. You no, know, Rashi should have said over there, a beautiful marshal. You're not like a Melech of If you are a human king, if you are Nimrod, if you are some Roman Caesar, if you are some Kaiser, some Tsar, collective punishment, that's the way you do it. You punish everybody. You hear you punish everybody. You remember in the class or in camp, yeah? Everybody's punished. Huh? They took it from this Rashi, a clur Rashi. But you are the bestach God, you, Yedea Makhshavas, why are you killing all of his dime? Beautiful. So Rashi should have said it there. Over there, Rashi doesn't feel the need to explain. You know why? It makes a lot of sense. You know who's the Tzaddik, you know who's the Rashi. That's why you're God. I'm not God. Figure it out. You know. But here, suddenly, Rashi needs a some marshal. Gimel. Gimel is a Givaldik Hashila. Hare Gamelach Basavadam be im Moshal, be ve I don't understand. This is our Rosh HaMirusha. Collective punishment is our Rasha HaMirusha. You don't know who sinned, so you punish everybody? That's not a Melech Bosh of Adam. That's a crooked, that's a criminal. If Rashi would have said, you're not like a melech basavadam, Adam," irusha, fashteich. <laughs> he says, you're not like a melech basav Adam." If it's a melech basav Adam, a king, a leader, who's a mensch, even if he's a flesh and blood, so go investigate. Create an investigator, appoint investigators, and investigate who did it. And let's say you can't find out. So the response is not to punish everybody doesn't make sense that's not fear doesn't make sense take it, take it even in halacha right if there's uh, somebody did something somebody was a murderer and Besdin is to catch him and apprehend him and investigate and maybe he needs a death penalty you don't know who it is he so starts killing everybody i mean we know that in certain cases of history especially 70 80 years ago collective punishment was the way to deal with things but this was the most criminal, criminal of regimes, of regimes. The Nazi regime excelled in it, uh, what they did in Prague and other places, You know, sometimes killing thousands of people a day, until they give out the person who did what, what he did. And they killed then in Prague, uh, what was his name, uh, Heydrich. He says, if he's a martial, if, if he's a normal, decent human being, who rules with, with justice, with a basic sense of morality. It's not what you do. Rashi says, "As this is what a Melech Basav Adam does. Really? That's not, that's not the case. Dalet. You see now how you have to learn the words of Rashi. Take a look in Rashi again, the Rashi that we learned. He starts off as marshal. Melech Basav Adam, She-Sarchal of Miksus Medina. Part of the country became smelly and disloyal to him. Eino Yeidehya Mi-Achaita. One second. He, should, he started off Sarcha. He should finish off. Eino Yeidehya mi Sarah. Or do the other way. Melech Basav Adam, She-Chata Kenegda Medina. Eino Yeidehya Mi-Achaita. He starts off with one language of disobeyance, of disloyalty, and he ends up with another language. You see, when you read somehow you write, <laughs> if you don't know what sarch is, <laughs> so use the word chayte, <laughs> And if Rashi uh, thinks that the child, the person learning doesn't know Hebrew and doesn't know what sirchin is, then we have a much bigger problem. <laughs> then he has to write a French translation to the whole Rashi. So the beginning of the sentence is one, 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 one term, and the end of the sentence he changes. Hey, Cain, Messiah Rashi, any idea? Miachoy to loshinyachid, udelay kapshichet circle of Medina. Vaita something is wrong. He starts off Melech shasarchel of Medina. Part of his country became disloyal to him. That's not one person. Miktas Medina is not one person. So how should he finish the sentence? Any Deya? You just said it was Mikhtis Medina. It was part of his country. So, what's day Medina? So, we have five questions here. Question number one. Number one, what does Rashi gain by giving us a marshal of a Melech Basav Adam? What's at it? What's wrong with the simple explanation of what Rashi says? Hashem knows Machshavas, you don't have to punish everybody. If you need an explanation, why didn't he give it by Zdaim, this metaphor? Number three, how does he say a regular king does collective punishment? That's a criminal act. You hire an investigator, and even if you can't find out, you don't punish innocent people. That's simply unjust. Number four, in his words, he starts off with Sarcha, finishes Achayta. And number five, he starts off with part of the country rebelled, and the end is one sinner. base. The second Rashi, and here too, this Rashi has so many difficulties, and here we have another six questions: five on the Rashi and six on the whole and the six on the whole story. Aleph. Look at this Rashi, it's a very strange Rashi. You're quoting a Possek, and you don't add anything. You just repeat the Possek. I don't need Rashi for that. Take a look at the second Rashi. What does it say in the Possek? One man sins, and you're upset at everybody. So Rashi tells us, Take a look at Rashi. Ha'ish echad, hu What did Rashi just add? One word. Who? <laughs> it wasn't clear. Ha'ish <laughs> echad, and then he adds <laughs> And you're angry at everybody. Is there? It, Rashi comes to explain the Pasik? What's missing? Did one, can one man sin and you're angry at everybody? So Rashi says ha'ish <laughs> echad, Yeah, we're talking about you. de <laughs> de'tikzef. That's number one. What's Rashi doing in this Rashi? It Doesn't seem like he's, he's adding two words, who and ata, that seem completely unnecessary. It's very clear. Beis. You know, Rashi has headlines. Every commentary has a headline. The headline shows you which words he's explaining. What's the headline for this Rashi? Ha ish echad. If you're tak explaining somehow the words Yechta, Huachayta, and you're also explaining the words Al-Kalei D'Tiktsif, so those words should be quoted in the title, or at least write vegaimer, Ha-Ish-Echad vegaimer. he only quotes the two words ha'ish echad but those are not the words that he explains. His title is the wrong words. Gimel, My Rashi Inyan Baruch Ni Achuli, mi Rashi introduces a whole conversation that Hashem has with Moshe that doesn't say in the (laughs) Pulsic. What do you you need this for? Rashi says, Moshe told Hashem, you know everybody's thoughts. Don't punish everybody. So Hashem responds, oh, you're saying good. You're from Marta. Where did he get this from? (laughs) doesn't say in the Chumash Hashem said anything. He told Moshe, he told Moshe, tell everybody to go away from Kodich and Dosan and Aviram. Obviously that means he agreed with Moshe. But why does Rashi add this whole conversation that Hashem had with Moshe Rabbeinu? You say to him, well, furthermore, Dalit, not only does he add a conversation, he changes from the reality. the mind of Latinus says, the Messiah and the Holy Spirit, the Lord says to him, and the Lord says, the Lord says, the Lord <laughs> this is an a What did Hashem tell Moshe? Tell the Jewish people to go away from three people from the Mishkan of Kairach and Doson, and Aviram. That's what he says. That's the response in Chumash. Go away. In other words, from three people. And the Torah says how these three people were penalized. They were swallowed up. When Rashi quotes Hashem's response to Moshe, what does Hashem say? You spoke well. I agree with you. What did Moshe say? One second. But Hashem and Hashem said, you're right. I'm going to show everybody who sinned. So we're talking about one. What does Hashem show? Three people. So not only is this conversation of Hashem with Moshe seemingly unnecessary that I should put it in, it's actually a change of the reality. Because in the conversation, Hashem says, "Yafa, Marta, you spoke well. What did you say? I'm going to show who sinned. Lepal he said, go away from three people and those were punished. It's not one, it's three. Hey, Ani rak Rashi says, Hashem tells Moshe, Yafa amarta, Ani mi chato mi I know and I'm going to notify. What I know. We know that you know. That's the whole point. Moshe knows that you know. The words Ani are completely superfluous. The Chiddush here is not. Ani the chiddish is. Ani <laughs> I'm going to let everybody know. In other words, the punishment is going to be to this person, not to everybody. Ani Moshe knows that Hashem knows. That was his whole point. You know. So I said, I need your idea. I know. <laughs> I know. I know that you know. That's why I'm telling you. Don't punish everybody. I need my idea. Especially, he says, you look in the Medrash, where it actually got this from. It says my idea. And now she adds on his own the word your idea. This is a change that he puts in. Be in kasha, And now comes one more question on the general story if you read the whole story you see that the, the fight of Karech against Moshe and Aaron was joined, he was joined by many people, it says right away, he had Dasan, Aviram, Ein Ben Pellas and 250 leaders who joined him. And Moshe spoke to them, it says Moshe spoke to Karech, and his entire entourage, his entire congregation, his entire, all of his hevri he spoke to. And he told them, Atah, he told Karech, Atah, V'chol HaDoscha, Hanayadim Adim And now she also says, Moshe fell on his face, because this is already the fourth Sirchaim, the fourth sin. By the way, he uses already the word sircha earlier in the parsha, you see? Sircha <laughs> vi. This is already the fourth time. He says, Be dumb, not be Not one person sinned in this machlaikas. And even Moshe knew it. Moshe is the one who's speaking to so many people. Suddenly, here, Moshe changes the story. He says, You yourself were talking to so many people and you blamed them. For attacking the rebbeinu shalolim, suddenly Moish says, echad So, in the second Rashi, we have now five questions plus a sixth question. What's the what's the what's the last five questions? First of all, the Rashi, isha echad yechta the It looks like he's adding nothing to the pasuk. Number two, the headline in that Rashi is problematic. Number three, why does Rashi add a whole conversation that Hashem had with Moish that doesn't say in the pasuk? Number four, the conversation seems to be contradictory to what happens conversation is, you're right, I'm going to show everybody who sinned, and then he shows three people, not one. And finally, number five, he adds, I know, I know, ani idea. When that wasn't the issue. Moshe knows ani idea. Ani idea, And especially Rashi changes it. And then number six, a general question, how could Moshe say, when he himself, throughout the story, is talking to many people, hundreds and hundreds of people who are staging this rebellion against Moshe. So altogether we have on this Rashi, these two Rashis, we have 11 questions. We had the five questions on the first Rashi, and then we had in Siv Bay's the next six questions. The next five questions, and then a general question on this statement of Moshe Ha'ish Echad Yechta. Habir B'cholza. Clear? The questions are clear. You see how you learn Rashi? You have to learn Rashi. These are not questions that are far-fetched questions. When you learn Rashi well, we're not used to them. You learn, yeah, Rashi, Rashi, you know Rashi. not Rashi. But that's not how... <laughs> you have to ask yourself, when Rashi took a pen and sat down and wrote this Pasik, every word was thought out. How are you explaining the Pesach? So therefore, the Rebbe is medayik in every word of Rashi. And when he changes things from the beginning of a sentence to the end of a sentence, when you see he added things, everything is What How Rashi learned this pasik? So now you'll see, Lubavitcher Rebbe is going to present an idea and then you'll see how Rashi's words become like perfect. There's not an extra word. It's seamless. Every word he had to say to explain the pasuk. V'abir becholza. The explanation is, ah, huh? this the child understands, yeah. Because children are very children are very straight. We get comp- every year. We get older. We get more complicated. The greatest brachah is chanechlan ara pidarkah gam ki asken lo yosher mi also to be a nar to be a child Habir bir the explanation in all of this be filu she yallah possek right before this possek it says that keirah gathered everybody everybody to the door to the entrance of the mishkan what did, why did he gather everybody? Kodach went to everybody and he said, You think I'm fighting for myself? I'm fighting for all of you. Moshe made himself the king. He made his brother the Kohen Gadol. You can't... This is pure nepotism. This is absolute control. This is manipulation. This is exploitation. This is another another you know huh? <laughs> and that's it and he and it actually says it was Divide Litsanas until he got everybody nispatu kulam he enticed everybody Kolaid. everybody was convinced he said look look what's happening he's the melech his brother is the kohen Godl, everybody everything is in the family you can't get anywhere without these two guys. You want to go to the mishkan? Aaron is the boss. You want anything else? Moshe is the boss. I'm a Chaya. wonderful family. I'm trying to protect all of you. Egalitarianism, equality. You're all people. Don't allow your dignity to be destroyed. And they all became part of the Machlaikas. Hainu. What do we see from here? <laughs> what do we see from here that Kairach, in his, in his demagogy and brilliance, he came to everybody and he said, I want everybody to be equal. You know, A similar thing happened in our generation also. Animal farm, right? Everybody should be equal. Ultimately, it turns out that some people are more equal than others. But that happens later. Everybody should be equal. He's the one who enticed them. And he said, I'm looking out for you. Even the, the leaders of the Machlaikas, the 250 people in Dasan and Avira, from Shevet Reuven, Rashi says in the beginning of the Parsha, Reuven, their, their tents were dwelling right near the family of Kahas. So therefore, they were neighbors of Kairach. We say, Oile Rasha, Oile Neighbors, Shmu is a lot, you know. When they went out at night to take a drink, they were hanging out with, uh, with, 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 with Kairach, who came from the family of Kahas. Vayikach Kairach, Ben Yitzar, Ben Kahas. Kairach was a first cousin of Moshe Rabbeinu because Moshe's father was Amram. Kairach's father was Yitzar. They were both sons of Kahas, who was a son of Levi. So therefore, the Bnei Ruven were affected by Bnei Kahas. So Kairach basically enticed them, explained them, and he persuaded them until they started to believe it. But they on their own, even if they managed to get persuaded, they on their own would have not gone into this mutiny. Now, <laughs> the observation in brackets A person can't justify himself his whole life By saying I'm not guilty He's the, he's the, he's the instigator He's the one who instigated me the 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 that's true. He may have instigated me, but ultimately, you have to be uh, a. <laughs> you're responsible for yourself. Says so you have to distance yourself from somebody who's destroying you. But he's the one who's making all the problems. So I. so distance yourself. And even if you can't, be a man, be a mensch. You have to have firmness. You have to have confidence. Just this paragraph itself is important to, to learn. You have to have confidence. Who are you? You, ha- you have values, you have priorities. So this person is enticing you and enticing you and persuading you. That's all true. It's not in terms of a justification to whitewash everything. But still, it's important to understand who's the instigator and who's the victim. Not to say that the victim is, needs to be a victim, but to just to know what happened. To know what happened, how did everybody get involved in this machleikas? Now look at the words of Rashi. Remember those words. Back to his marshal. What was his words? You see the difference? What's sarcha? The word sarucha means smelly. In Yiddish, fashtunken. It has a bad aroma, bad smell. That's what saruach means. Right? You have a mesachah sukha, dirah shrucha. When you have a sukkah that's lower than 10 tfaqim, it's called diras shrucha. It's a smelly dira because the the schach goes into your nose and into your eyes. The (laughs) chutzin, ayyotzim. Svashemis says it's a dirah shrucha because the Gemara says that shrinah doesn't come down to matim asarat So a sukha that doesn't have the shrinah is a (laughs) dirah shrucha. Svashemis writes in sukha. So shrucha means something that's smelly. But different, the most eats the king. Capirushel is limited by But that, is misav Melech she sarchalav. What's sarchalav? Their behavior is um. Uh, it leaves a bad smell. It's inappropriate. It's disgusting. It's hurtful for the king. But it's not that they tried to, to overthrow him and murder him and treason and make a merida that they should not get the best penalty for it. It was shrucha, yeah. It was it was it was not nice. You say it's, it's, it's not pleasant, very unpleasant, very, very not patamt, very wrong. That's the word, that's why he uses that muscle, because that muscle is appropriate here. Next page, 50, 54. Omnum. היש ומקטס המדינה סורחו על כל פאנם, הרי מסתבר שיש ביניה מי שהוא אחד לפחס, שהסיסם והביאו מלדי סרחן זה, ובזה גופה הרי הוא חויתה ממש במרידה נגד המלך, וזהו של כוסף רשי, ואין הידי מי החויתה בלושן יוחד, היינו המסס והגוירם להסרחן, מה שן la אנשי ma המדינה שאין לקרוא יסם חויתם, אלא שסרחן יש כאן. So now you see the precision of the words of Rashi. The marshal is a perfect situation. Why? What he's saying is much of the country rebelled against the king. He knows that. But he knows there's probably one person, maybe more, but at least one, yeah, at least one, maybe there's a hundred, but at least one, who instigated. He's the real maid, he's the real demagogue, he's the real guy who wants to see me dead. He wants the blood. He got everybody involved. That's why he says, There's a lot of people who are behaving in a way that's hurtful, but there's one chita, there's one sinner. He's the one who enticed them. And in that itself, he's a real murderer. So that just The other ones are not khaitim, There's a sirchem. So a melech basavadam, because he doesn't know, nifra Mikulam. So you say, but he's a criminal? No, because all of them were involved in the rebellion. He's not punishing people who weren't involved. Because sorchal of Mixis medina. He's involved. I, they're noch schleppers. Ain't a khanami. But I can't say, I'm a noch schlepper. You enticed me, so therefore I stole money. Fine. (laughs) There's people who sometimes get involved in murder situations or drug situations. They didn't instigate it. They're not schleppers. I want a couple of dollars. I want validation. I want COVID. You know how it is. There's a big difference. They're not the ringleaders. But they're guilty. They're guilty. So I understand the melibas of Adam. But Moshe says, but you... It's the same situation here. (laughs) Sarchal of mixtus Medina. Much of Klal Yisrael is behaving in a very, very inappropriate way. But <laughs> at you know the guy who's behind it all. His name is Kairach. So that doesn't make sense that the people who were all uh, influenced by him should receive exactly the same penalty and the same stringent penalty, like the choite. You say, "Go away, kudag Everybody, The Rebbe Tain is that there was a mistake here. The second Rashi is a continuation of the first Rashi. It's not a separate headline. That answers all the questions. It's not a. Se- they made a separate headline because the Bachar Zetser didn't realize. It's all one Rashi. That's what Rashi is explaining. You see, you finish the first Rashi, you know who's the Chaita, so Moshe now continues, since you know who the Khaita is, so therefore, Ha'ish Echad Hu khaita there's one person who's the khaita, not the one who is involved in sirchayin. The rest of the nation is only sirchayin. Ha'ish echad, hu, hu a hitem he demited. al kol geidah tik and you, who knows machshaviz, you're going to punish everybody in an identical way. That's completely inappropriate. It's completely unjust. You know the difference. So it's one hemshikh where Rashi is, is continuing this hemshikh Versus everybody else, all the other Jews who were also part of it, but they are all like, medina and you who could know the difference because you see, so Hashem says, ah, yeah, good, you're speaking well. Va kovanabaz al klolas <laughs> sha'in Lahanish Ella illa sa khayte walay elush prat ayna davakom ayish al maisha hayaya wa sabar sha'i khayte akhad alami ya hayaya u 55 mi khata shallaik ayrak bil wad khatal gamdasin wa wiram khat tu ma schenken sharaida wa saw shamrak kadish barakhui alum misawla mish kan khayrak dasin kishlashtum khaytem haym so he tells Moshe, this is a beautiful word. Yofa Marta, you spoke well. But what did you speak well? Your idea is excellent. What's your idea? The idea is you don't punish the chote, the moirid, the one, who, the instigator, the real troublemaker and rabble rouser who wants blood. He should be punished and not the ones who were not who were enticed, but at least not the same level. That, yeah. That Yofa Marta. In terms of the specifics, though, you got it wrong. You don't know everything. Ani yoideya, that's why he adds the word yoideya. Not just that, you and I are not just different in, you're telling me, go public with this information, and I didn't want to go public, I wanted to punish everybody. The yoideya is different. You said there's one, and I'm telling you, there's three. <laughs> there's three, there's kairach, there's dosen and aviram. Ani yoideya the idea is different than what you what your idea. You said but the real idea is that it's three, and that's why. What does it say in the pasuk? Tell the Jewish people to go away from Kairach, from Dasan, and from Avira. So now, when you have this perspective and you look back in Rashi, every single question gets answered and gets answered in this in the, smooth, in, the in, in, a, in an extremely smooth way, because the question: Why did Rashi need a marshal here? And if you're using a marshal, use it in Zdaim too. Zdaim is a perfect place for this marshal. The answer is in Zdaim, you don't need a marshal. We know that Hashem is Yedei Machshavas. He said, you know who's the tzaddik, who's the rasha. Don't kill a tzaddik with a rasha. I don't need a whole marshal. Melech Basav Adam. He's in the dark, he doesn't know how to read minds. It's clear, Hashem knows Machshavas. And then Hashem told Avram, show me a tzaddik and I'll save Zdaim. I don't see any tzaddikim. 50 tzaddikim, 45 tzaddikim, 40, 30, 20, 10. Okay, fine. Here it's a different word. Here Moshe said, ha Ish echad yechta. One man sinned and you're getting angry. away. What do you mean one man sinned? There are hundreds of people who were part of this, who was part of this revolt. What do you mean? It says already before, you yourself attacked, spoke of, you yourself uh, chastised and gave Musa to all these people. It's very difficult. So what's 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 the word? Ha ish echad yechta. So Rashi gives this mashal. The mashal is not just a melech, basavadam, doesn't know thoughts. The marshal brings out how it works. That sarcha love mixes medina. And this answers the question of sarcha. He starts off with sarcha and he ends with chayta. Because in Shrub, a big part of the country rebelled against him. But it was only a sircha and it was only, uh, it, was, it was inappropriate, it was smelly, but they were not real, real rebels. They were enticed by somebody else. And that's what happens here. Because what happens here is kaydech is the one who brought everybody into this machlaikas? It also explains why Melech Basavadam, a criminal, doesn't do collective punishment. It's not collective punishment. He's not punishing innocent people. He's punishing people who rebelled. But he's punishing them all identically because he doesn't know who is the one, the instigator, and who ultimately is the one who followed the instigator. It also explains why he starts off Sarchal of Mixus Medina, and he ends off Hachayte because there's only one khaita, That's the point. Now she's not just saying the Melech doesn't know who sins; so he punishes everybody innocently. That would be criminal act, and that you don't need Rashi, you don't need a marshal. He's bringing out a nuanced point: the whole country, a big part of the country, rebelled, but he knows there's a chayta, but he doesn't know who's what. So if he punishes everybody, that's his words. Bediuk. So Moshe's point is. Here also is the same situation. There's a kairach and there's everybody else. But you know machshavus. How could you punish everybody in an identical fashion? It's not fear. And then when Rashi says, al <laughs> we said he didn't add anything to the Pasek, it's part of the previous Rashi. Why does, why, that's why Rashi doesn't put a new headline, these words, because it's not a new headline. It's a hemshach to what was inside the Pasik. Why does Rashi add this whole answer of Hashem to Moshe Rabbeinu? Yafa Amarta doesn't say in the pasuk Yafa Amarta, but he actually changes it because Yafa Amarta. But really, Hashem said it's three people. And then why does Rashi, why does he add the word Ani not just Umaydya? Right, that was the the fifth question. Now we know why he adds it because what Rashi is saying is, right, to understand that Hashem responded to Moshe. Yeah, I like what you said, but there's a mistake here not to equate the two, and not to give them all the punishment that the instigator got, but, there's something I know that you don't. You're talking about one, I'm talking about three. It also answers the last question. How could Moshua say, when he himself blamed so many people? Because the third word is, there's one man who's really behind the rebellion, the sin. The other people, We're we're, we're nox lepers, and they're not on the same level. Yeah. Excellent question. Hashem doesn't know this on his own. He needs Moshe Rabbeinu to tell him you got to be a mensch. (laughs) If you know Machshavus, it's a good question. So an example for this is in Parshish Kisisa. The Jews create the golden calf. Hashem tells Moshe, leave me alone. And again, he says, and I'll destroy all of them. So what does Moshe do? Moshe says, absolutely not. <laughs> I'm not letting you go. In fact, if you don't forgive them, then erase me from Mechinam. So Rashi says, it was pretty, Hanichali, Leave me alone. Leave me alone. So Rashi's Hashem was telling him, If you don't leave me alone, I won't be able to do this. <laughs> it's like, If you leave me alone and you get out of here, I'll destroy them. He was basically telling Moshe Rabbeinu, Don't leave me alone. So what is this, like a joke? <laughs> it's like, Really, you know, don't leave me alone, it's all going to work out. But I have to say this, but you, I'm telling you, it's almost like I'm telling you, there's a way how to save everybody. If you don't leave, it's up to you, basically. He put it on Moshe. And that's what Moshe Moshe understood right away the Remas. So what is this? So in this case, in this case, I think at least one perspective is, there's a nekuda of emes in each of these. One comes out from Hashem, one comes out from Moshe and that's itself part of the plan. In other words, we say in avinu in malkeinu, we say avinu malkeinu. Um, uh, what's the end over there? You have a siddur uh, for avinu malkeinu. Yeah, you could pass a siddur. Avinu malkeinu, zocher ki offer anachnu. Remember that we're offer. <laughs> you think God forgot? What's pshat? He forgot how he made Adam. He forgot what a person's body is made up of. What's Zohar ki What's Pshat? Pshat is like this. It's very powerful. When Hashem looks at a person, he doesn't see you as offer. He sees you from his perspective. He sees you as Ein Soif, infinite. Your infinity that's manifested in offer. Fakert. It's even deeper than Ein Soif. Ein Soif is Ein Soif. This is offer that's Ein Soif. It's 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 a gulf that's really housing infinity. So you sometimes you look at a person and you see the glory of a person, the infinity of a person. So we say Avinu Malkaynu ki anachno. You have to remember also the other side of it. Remember, I'm weak, I'm small, I'm afraid, I'm traumatized, I'm mortal, I'm frail, I'm earth. From Hashem's perspective, yeah, enticed <laughs> you. You're not a victim. You're a god of What do you mean? You were enticed. What, you were you enticed? <laughs> Somebody enticed you to kill your fam, to kill out your family. Somebody enticed you to be crazy. What do you mean? You were enticed. What are you? What's garnished? So there's a certain level where we look at a person in such glorious terms. Those are the thing. You're not a victim. You're a master. You're the author of your own biography, and that's an important perspective. <laughs> comes mysh Rabbeinu. Rabbeinu comes from the. Earth, earth, earthy perspective. Moshe speaks from, from our planet. And he says, All's good, all's good. But there's a difference. <laughs> but that's cool for the kavana. Not that he doesn't know the earthy perspective. Both perspectives need to be shared. One is a divine perspective. Mishamayim <speaking in Hebrew> or There's a tight from the Lechavit Shemaget. Mishamayim. <speaking in Hebrew> yeah? ahim <speaking in Hebrew> Look at it from heaven. Habit Mishamayim. Look at it from a heavenly perspective. There's a Himla there's Shekuk, there's a how you look at somebody Mishamayim. It's like the Mechlekas Bishamayim and Bishil, Kei Tzad Merak, Delif Kala, right? You know the Mechlekas in Ksuvas. So the Gemara says that Besilah says kala nava to everybody, and Beshamay says no, 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 no. Every kala you find her strength. Uh, if she's chigeres or Summa, Beisilil says always kala nava So the Gemara says Besilah told me told what So said, if somebody goes to buy things in the market and they bring it back to you, right, and you look at it and you think it's disgusting, right? Your wife buys something or somebody else buys something, and they they can't return it. You have to say that they can't get a refund. You say, you say it's disgusting or it's beautiful. You have to say it's beautiful. No, what's says you're allowed to lie. The word is, says you have to tune into the perspective of this chasin. For this chasin, it's Kalanova Chasuda. You bought this pair of glasses, you bought this hat, you bought this other. You think it's beautiful. Tune into the other person's perspective. I there's another perspective, okay? Peshat says, when you're murevusim abrius, you could see the Kalanova Khasuda. So, so that's the not that Hashem didn't know what Moshu was saying. That kufa is a chelik of how it works. Moshu Rabbeinu brings out this emes. It's the emes that comes, so to speak, mamata l'mayla. That's, I think, one perspective. Okay, now we come to the last piece. The last here. There's a profound lesson in a person's Avaida from this Rashi but "primus and means when you talk about the inner meaning, the deeper meaning of the story. Take a look at the story. Let's remember who Dossin and Aviram were. Dossin and Aviram didn't stop fighting Moshe Rabbeinu. From day one, you have to remember, he's not saying it here because it's not so nega here, but remember that the first, who's the one who's responsible for Moshe Rabbeinu running away from Egypt? <laughs> and almost being killed by Parai, it was Dassin and Aviram. And that happened around 70 years earlier, because this is after Yitzhiah's Mitzrayim. Moshe Rabbeinu was 80 years old, 81 years old, by Kairach story. This happened when he was a youngster, when he grew up in Parai's palace, and he ran away. Then he came back years later, when he was 80, to take the Jews out of Mitzrayim, seventy-nine, eighty. So Dassin and Aviram had their eyes on Moshe. They wanted to bring him down. 70 years. So these are not... Guys, you know, new guys in the block, they just joined the Kehillah. You know, they just joined the Kehillah and they're making problems. Moshe knew and Aviram, Huh? So let's say he was 20, so 60 years. Whatever it was, there's different shittas. If he was 12, he was 13, he was 20. Chazal of different shittas. It's not clear how old he was. So there's different shittas how old he was. Ben Yudbez, Ben Gimul, Ben Chav. But it happened many decades ago. But let's take the story itself. Right in the beginning of the story, he called, he sent a message to I want to talk to you. What did they say? They sent back a message with tremendous chutzpah. They said, you took us out of a beautiful country to murder us all in the desert. Even if you come and you poke out our eyes, you could send your emissaries. In other words, what are they accusing him? They're accusing him of sadism of barbarity, of of of, he's going to poke out both of their eyes. Like, that's basically what he does, Marsha. He does that for a living. He gorgs out people's eyes. Even if you do that, we're not scared of you. That's the response. you understand the type, the quality of response? It's not an ideological argument here. They're basically accusing him of the worst. He tries murdering a whole nation. So not only are they not grateful and they are thankful and they not loyal, But you see the level of chutzpah. And it says, Moshe was very, very hurt by this, after this. This L'chaide shows that they're not involved in this machleikas as noch They're not just victims of kairach's issues. They themselves have an axe to grind and a bone to pick with Moshe Rabbeinu. They're chaitim. They're not not sruchem. They're not smelly. They're chaitim. They're real, real, real rebels who are guilty of treason. Basically, they want to bring down this 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 people, this nation. That's what you would say if you were Moshe, right? That's the right, that's the right that's the normal mahalach. And still, when Moshe Rabbeinu speaks Tashab, he says, He had that ability to be able to see even in Dasan Vaviram the, the search that perhaps they were also somehow traumatized. And an languished, slept and seduced by Kodach. After all this, he says oh, echad, He doesn't say, Hashloisha no yechtu val kolei And Taka Hashem argued with him. Hashem <laughs> said, You got it wrong. He says in 29, <laughs> So a conversation there between the Zadukim and, and the B'yaych and the Benzakay when Sefer Yisrael starts when Shavua says Moshe Rabbein Oyev Yisrael is an expression in Gemara there. So what's for Oyev Yisrael? Every Jew who follows Torah says V'hafta l'recha kamaych is Oyev Yisrael. Every Yid is Oyev Yisrael. Obviously they're trying to say it's a unique Oyev Yisrael. Right. How does that happen in life? You have to think about this. L'chayda Moshe had to have a personal vendetta. A personal, personal vendetta against them. To... Uh, he should be the first one, even more than Kairach, to want them to be completely destroyed. Hashem is telling Moshe, I'll destroy everybody. And he's like, no, 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 don't dis-. he's asking almost to spear the life of Dosan and Avira. Hashem doesn't listen to him. These are his arch enemies. So first it shows you, first of all, from an emotional perspective, Moshe Rabbeinu's inner state of mind. Right? How whole how whole he was, how how internally whole he was what often happens is when you have a Adasin and Avidim around you you start doubting yourself and, and therefore you become entangled with their perception of yourself and that's, that's what allows you to become so entangled with them because you don't really have your own uh, your own very powerful identity Moshe Rabbeinu knows exactly who he was but it's not his bittle but it's not his truthfulness his earnestness, his identity he's in a very wholesome place And then he could really look at Dasan and Aviram and look at it and really say, they're not the chaytim. From here you have a lesson. From this whole Rashi, the way we explained it. It's not the Rashi the way you just learn it. One person sin doesn't mean one, it means three. But the way Rashi Taka was saying, that it means one person. Because everybody else, including Dasan and Aviram, is sircha, it's not a chayta. So from this you see how Moshe Rabbeinu tried to be malamed, so even on dosen and aviram, that they were victims of somebody else's heinous viciousness. They were victims. And because they were victims, even though they did the wrong thing, you can't put them in the same equation. So imagine, even on dosen and aviram, Moshe Rabbeinu was saying, really? On their own, they wouldn't be here. <laughs> they yeah, they don't know better. They were indoctrinated. Kayrach is a very powerful demagogue. My first castle. O mizah hayra from here you have a lesson at kama tzadik qol echad veechad shebekol echad veechad yesh bim bechinas meishra bein olive vashalom it says in every jew there is a stickel meisha it says in tanya pedik ben baz like he says in 30 the gemara says in brachot it says va'ata shamalekha meisha says in akavata shamalekha shamay machkim leicha shamalekha what does hashem ask you only to fear him so the gemara says yirmil zutrasihi only to fear him here is so small the money it's a small thing tanya he's not talking to himself he's talking so he says the pshat is every person every jew so he says how could a person compare himself to he Says every jew has Moshe. to be able to achieve and to be mashrish. Mashrish means to um to 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 allow this mid to, to take root to take root in you to try to be able always to give people the benefit of the doubt to see to see the positive side in them sometimes it's not so hard you have a person you could say you know He's a victim by nature, he's spineless, he's soft, he doesn't have a personality, things happen to him, he doesn't believe in himself, he has a low self-esteem, okay. But here you have a situation that your friend's behavior is in a way that it's it negates, it's sholot, every limut schus. because love bis b'schusah. Nonetheless, you learn from Moshe Rabbeinu that he, he tried to see the goodness, to see the positive, to see the merit To give him the positive, the benefit of the doubt. And then there's a result from this. What's the result? If you write people off, if you really believe this person is just sinister and and, and evil and malicious, then you just write them off. But if you could see the positive side, you know what else happens? You'll actually help them come back. Because if I could see the positive side in you, and not just blame you as evil and negative, so then there's a lot of hope in you. Because if you have the right influence, the right perspective, if you heal a little bit, I could bring you back. So this is counterintuitive. Sometimes you think, if you're going to be melamed tzchus on the person, you're actually justifying his rishus. It's fakert. If you're being you're you're allowing for there to be a bridge. You're allowing for there to be influence. You're motivated to influence him, and the person doesn't have to be so defensive, because you don't see them as horrible. So therefore fakert. The more you're malam on a person, the more you can actually get them out of their mess. If I'm not malam Schus, so you remain who you are, and I just cut you out, and that's it. When you are malam khus, you're not. Like people think, you're malam So you're justifying, you're minimizing, they're going to remain in their behavior. Fakert. When you're malam when you see the positive in people, there's actually hope that you can affect them, you can you can transform them, you could you could connect with them, and do whatever you can to bring them back. a ha'yishadah. La Asidlava. It says Qayrakh stikum will be La Asidlava. The Arizal says, Tzadik Katama Yifrach. The last letters is Kairach. Tzadik Katammar Yifrach. Now the Rebbe writes in La Torah, based on Kabbalah that uh, la La <laughs> It says in Arizal that La Asidlava the Leviyim are going to be kayanim It's based on the Pasak in Yechasqla, Kay'im Leviim." And Qayrach already wanted now the Seder of Mashiach. So he said the Leviim should be kayanim but that's for the future. Lepoil now, Kaidach was wrong. But that's alpikabala. Alpi Pshat, Kairach really uh, had an in with Moshe Anar and Aaron. He, uh, <laughs> Kairach, uh, Kairach really uh, staged a mutiny. So that, Moshe says, a "Ish echad yechta. But here you learn, you learn a limbo that if this is Moshe's behavior towards Dossen and Aviram, you see his infinite love to people, and the ability to be able to always try to see the the inner, inner, inner motivations, and therefore bring out the positive in a person. Some people have the, the opposite midday, right? Even when there's positive, you see the negative. Somebody once said the difference between the Baal and somebody else. One person, in every good, he saw the bad. The Baal Tev, in every bad, he saw the good. And some people have a khush to something good, and no, then no, that's really bad. He's saying, here you should have the opposite chush. Yeah? You see, not and Aviram were not good. But he, he, he tried to find the... The tov, the kutei maran, yeah. The ah, uh, b'zois yovei ala kodesh beis the kutei maran ah, oid maat ve'en roshav is by nantal mekayimoy You have to find the oid maat that's Ain Russia. Viz Bainantal nantal mekayimoy will all disappear. Oid maat, the machmen the bnei kodesh did shuvei, yeah. yeah. The Gemara says Rashi brings Gehenam Rashi learn Rashi? Yeah, the Next week, Beis Rashem, we're having a stalker campaign to be able to help us continue and grow the work of bringing uh, the light of the Balshemtiv and Khsidis and, and Alter Rebbe and the Rebbe to as many Jews as possible. Going to be a, a big campaign. So anybody who can contribute or make a team and send to relatives or friends. Really appreciate it and a Shabbos and a good Shabbos to everybody. This class is brought to you by the yeshiva.net. Please help us continue the classes. Make even a small contribution at www.theyeshiva.net slash donate.